Welcome to the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. This is the place for everything related to Amazon private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by Comc, the place of everything related to Amazon FBA and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, founder and CEO of Ecomc, and today we'll bring you another session of questions and answers. And it's basically the session where we're going to be discussing all the questions we've been receiving for the last week. Uh, also, this is going to be basically an opportunity for everybody that wants to jump in as every Tuesday to ask your questions in live. And actually, today, I want to start a, a new segment on the podcast where basically, as I've been saying uh, over the last couple of episodes, I also would like to uh, basically make sure that every single week before we start the questions and answers section, highlight some of the main uh, news I have seen in the space, um, things that I think is going to be relevant for you to know. Um, and I think it's going to be another value. I think it's always good to be on top of everything in terms of the Amazon game, what are the updates, uh, what is people doing, strategies, new tools. And, and then from there, uh, I think you guys can make your own conclusion in terms of how that is going to affect your business and how you can learn from that, okay? So before I jump into that section, I also want to remind you that uh, yesterday uh, we dropped um, a new uh, episode as well with Daniel from C, and actually it was a great episode when it comes to uh, expanding globally. Uh, basically, C is a company that helps with everything that has to do with compliance, logistics, uh, shipments, and all of that. And I think you guys, if you're looking, looking to expand to our marketplaces, I think you're going to find a lot of value out of it, especially if you're looking to expand within Europe. Okay? Awesome. So let's jump straight away into the first section, which is going to be this uh, kind of hybrid approach, I would call it. It is going to be the news. It's other episodes we're going to talk around strategies, more like, Right now, actually, uh, strategies that are coming from the question strategies that I have seen and I would like to discuss, and then we we'll jump into the questions. Okay, so I think the first thing that I would like to cover as um as a new I have seen in, in the space is actually it become effective in, in the thirty first of August, um and basically the Amazon will be authorizing a. And pro uh, providing basically prepaid return return shipping labels on specific categories. So from my understanding, some of the categories that basically this is being implemented is everything that has to do with um, a professional dental uh, products. Uh, the same with uh, medical supplies and I think also sexual uh, wellness type of products. Those are the ones that are gonna be included. Uh, the basically prepared shipping labels, and this is a new change Amazon is implementing uh, to basically kind of provide a better customer experience within this category. So if you're selling on these categories, most likely, um, it is good that you take this into consideration uh, and you track any kind of return metrics around your product to see if you actually see more returns because of this. If you see any kind of performance change. 
And if you actually can share some kind of experience around this within the comments, it would be nice so we can actually discuss it on future episodes, okay? Um, the second thing I would like to bring to the table is uh, for sure there are rumors that um, Prime Day is going to be happening, a second Prime Day is going to be happening in October. Um, so this second Prime Day, the reason why the rumor started is because some third-party sellers receive notification that to get access to this exclusive sell event, they need to submit order deals by 22 of July. Um, and then basically all the people that is working with everything that's to do with the fulfillment services, they also were requested by a 12 of September to basically ship all the inventory in. So I think based on, on those deadlines that also aligned with what happened in basically Prime Day in July, which deadlines were also around April and May. We could assume, and this all assumption because there is nothing concrete, that Prime Day could be happening towards the end of October, eh, beginning of November, right? And I think the last thing I wanted to also cover today, um, there's also a new um, basically batch Amazon is rolling out that I've seen eh, basically um, being advertised and, and, and I think if you are within this category and um, within this criteria actually you should be taking advantage of that and that is a small sustainable business program so this one is basically is happening in the US at the moment this you need to be a small business within the US for sure and then I think one of the main criteria for sure is how your product is made the, this basically the material the sustainable process behind that all the production line and all of that. I'm pretty sure they're going to be very strict when it comes to the criteria to make sure that you actually a sustainable product. Um, and I think as soon as you can, as long as you can prove that you have very low uh, carbon emissions and you have all the, it's, it's similar to the climate uh, climate badge uh, on Amazon that you also need to provide some kind of certification to have that. This one is also similar, but it goes by hand to the fact that you are a small business as well. So this can be an extra badge. I mean, we all know that having all these extra badges such as small business, small communities and all of that can actually add a lot of conversions to your listing because i mean it's another value and when people see your listing that you have those batches and especially people nowadays that they like to support a smaller communities and also small businesses and people that really care about the environment and things like that i think that that can help you a lot when it comes to building your your, your products and, and your brand awareness within the amazon ecosystem so take advantage of all these patches as much as possible so i think these were the main three news i wanted to bring to the table again i i'm, I'm gonna make sure i keep a balance between the news and the questions so the news don't take the whole episode and and uh, and because the questions and answers the main purpose of the episode, but I'm gonna make sure that again I try to bring as much value as possible to. So I'm gonna do the hybrid approach between that and also the other areas uh, regarding strategies and topics that I also would like to cover before we jump into questions and answers. So I think that's everything when it comes to the news. Um, now I'm going to jump into the questions and answers uh, that we have from the previous week. And if anybody is basically watching this live right now, want to ask any questions, feel free to jump on. That's the purpose of these sessions, okay? So let's get started with the first question of the day. So the first question of the day that we have here today is which side traffic sources you recommend? Um, yeah, actually, this question we get every single week, I would say, from from clients and, and, and people. It's basically 
because outside traffic is something that everybody's talking about. Everybody says outside traffic, outside traffic is the next thing in Amazon. And it's definitely it's something that you need to take into consideration. I mean, for sure, it's not going to be the thing that is going to save your Amazon business uh, because at the end of the day, the core things need to be done correctly. And what I mean by the core things is the listing needs to be properly optimized your images needs to be on point you need to make sure you're indexing for all the keywords you need to make sure that you're targeting the right keywords when it comes to ppc you need to make sure that you fully exploit everything that comes uh, when it, uh, within the amazon ecosystem features and tools so once you do that i think traffic sources outside traffic source is definitely something you need to integrate but don't go the other way around and try to fix your issues in amazon with outside traffic because actually that's going to make the issue worse because if your issue then is conversions on the actual offering of the product there is no outside traffic that's going to save you from that in the long term on this awesome so being said that i say i think outside traffic sources one of the ones i like the most is youtube i think the reason why i like youtube so much is because at least myself when when i shop when i'm shopping for something and especially myself that I like a lot like electronics, all that, all that kind of stuff. The first thing that I do is I go to YouTube and look unboxing tutorials, um, comparison, things like that between the, the device I want to buy and another one. Um, if your product it falls within that kind of content that definitely people want to compare with other competitors, want to understand if it's the best one out there, why... Um, you have the best feature compared to our one, maybe testing. There are even videos that test one product against another. I think you can find the right influencers in the space that can create that content. That's evergreen content that's going to be out there bringing you out, uh, organic traffic forever, especially if you try to position your product within influencers that do a, they are very recognized in specific niches. They have a very warm audience that understands basically um i mean basically that's looking for this type of products and if you fall within those avatars and your product is great i mean is is a good thing for sure so i think youtube is my number one like getting this kind of deals where they can basically advertise your product you can even get into an agreement deal where uh, you can even give them the double the commission they get for amazon affiliate links you can give them money on top of that which sometimes if they're big youtubers they want to do that i mean there are so many things you can do sometimes uh, we have even brands that they have basically partners with influencers and these partners basically become like ambassadors and they are basically embedded embedding all these products within the lifestyle in the instagram stories all of that so that's for sure something more the, down the line that you can achieve with some of these people but i would say at the beginning try to find people that can do the content i just say which is unboxing comparison videos and, and reviews right so the second one i like uh, which everybody is also talking about for sure is tiktok a uh, tiktok i mean the booming is having within the commerce space is huge and if you know what you're doing and you're targeting the right audiences within TikTok advertising as well and the right influencers. I mean, you can do a ton of things. Uh, I think with TikTok, um, also it's all about the people you work with, right? Because there are so many accounts out there that engagement is like really non-existent and, and not TikTok. Is sometimes it may seem some influencers have a lot of traffic um, and they're basically moving, moving like audiences, but you need to go deeper into that. Like, is that real people want to show my product? Is this really people interested into my, into my category? So all those diligences you need to do, but we'll say after YouTube, TikTok is a, is a platform I would recommend them for sure. You can always test like Instagram, Facebook, which is the 
everyday platform, right? And if you're thinking something about influencer marketing, I will say blogs is very good as well. So for example, something that I even find myself doing as well when I want to shop something, I go to Google and say top, uh, let's say headphones, right? Uh, because I mean, I, I, I like headphones, right? <laughs> You go to YouTube and you put a uh, top headphones um, in the uh, for gaming, right? And 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 there are tons of blogs that do this comparison between headphones that are for gaming. And if you position a product well within these blogs, it's also traffic that you get from these uh, uh, basically blogs. And you can put your link in there. Those links can be can have the attribution in there. Um, which uh, basically, as I was saying in the news, um, the the new attribution links that they actually added, which I think actually I'm just remember that I didn't mention that in the news. The attribution dimension that got um, just active um, uh, not not very long ago. It was in Mexico and Netherlands. So that um, is is actually another news. I think um, I forgot to mention. And, and and this is also very very good for people that is, is launching the products in Mexico and Netherlands because attribution uh, was not present there before. So connecting back to the question is that um, when you have these attribution links, you can def then track the efficiency of this outside traffic, and you can then leverage basically the traffic that is performing better for you. So those are some of my overall thinking around outside traffic. For sure, it goes more and more technical, but I hope this answer the question as much as possible. Awesome. Uh, next question: How to determine uh, which images to have on my listing? So something I like to do a lot, and and, and actually we do this with a, every single brand we manage. Is that the first thing that we do when we start to work with a product is we do a full market analysis the top competitors, we do a media comparison. We have a reporting system where we compare all the images, what is the order, what are the things they're mentioning in the images, what is the thematic they have, what is the uh, the things that are doing the best sellers, and then we try to replicate that within our images. That's the first thing you should be doing. The second thing is uh, for your hero image, I usually advise to use a service that uh, you get feedback from a real people, right? So for example, there are a ton of services like that, like PIF, Pickful, which actually Pickful, if I'm not mistaken, is actually partnered as well on a, on a service within the Helium Tem ecosystem. And it's called audiences. So in audiences, you can also pay for people to give you reviews, uh, like basically analysis around the images that you want to put in, as your uh, primary image. You can even test listings. So I always would advise to do that at least with your uh, hero image, because I think sometimes we are biased like we think a hero image is gonna work just because we think that's the case. But if the market is telling you otherwise, you need to take that into consideration. So I think if you take that into consideration and what I just explained, comparing the images from the competition, making a full understanding from that, and then segmentating the most important areas and replicating that within your images, you should have plenty of good uh, content to to make sure that is a basically a provide to your designer and the designer implements that within your images. Okay. Awesome. So let's see the next question. Uh, how often do you recommend optimized PPC campaigns? So PPC campaigns, usually I recommend a, again, I think I, I covered this before It's going to vary significantly on the budget. And the reason for that is because, um, 
if you're spending ten thousand dollars for the day, like within two days, you're gonna have, or sometimes within one day, you're gonna have enough clicks to at least do some changes. So for sure, you still need to wait because sometimes there's delay to be attributed to you to the campaigns and keywords because there is always a delay there. But if the budget is huge, you can do changes every two days or one day, right? However, in most cases, if the budget is not very high, we'll say at least three days, so you get enough time to campaigns attribute sales to your keywords. And then at the same time, you also get enough clicks to make decisions because if you then have like five clicks per keyword, um, you're guessing, right? You can say, okay, five clicks, it didn't convert the turn of the campaign and negate it and all of that, but maybe it was a bad day and that's it. And, and that's why you got five clicks and it didn't convert. So you need plenty of data. That's why three days usually would give you enough clicks in most keywords so you can make a, a, a reasonable decision on, on how to keep optimizing your campaigns okay um how should i do keyword uh, isolation uh, keyword isolation basically yeah I, I guess you mean how you divide your keywords among multiple uh, campaigns i would say the number one thing you need to do consider before doing this is what is the search volume of your keywords and what is basically um the relevancy around your keywords. So the first one, the search volume, right? So you wanna make sure that, for example, if you're gonna do a keyword segmentation among multiple campaigns, you wanna make sure that within the same campaign, you don't have super competitive keywords competing against each other. You don't wanna have a 10,000 search volume keyword in the same campaign with a 20,000 search volume keyword. You wanna have those separately, right? That's the first thing. The second thing is relevancy, right? So relevancy, I mean, if you're gonna do keyword isolation, most likely you wanna do it just with the most important keywords. You don't wanna do keywords which are very broad because most likely what it's gonna happen is you're gonna give too much budget to a keyword that most likely if you're just testing a very broad keyword that is not super relevant, it's gonna it's not gonna be efficient for you. So just do keyword isolation for keywords that you know for a fact that's super relevant, or you have data that has uh, that is backing that those keywords should be moved into their own campaign to then do other things such as placement optimization, uh, like you want to optimize for top placement and things like that. Okay. Next question: What do you recommend in terms of PPC? Uh, when launching. When launching, I think also it's gonna depend on your budget, right? Because if your budget is big, then we can launch a, a multiple type of strategies at the same time. Like if your budget is big, you can do exact phrase broad automatic, uh, even uh, sometimes sponsor brands. If you, if your brand already has some press, presence outside of Amazon, you wanna go like really full throttle. But I would say in most scenarios, you're gonna be efficient. I would always advise to start just with exact, try to push for top placement, and then try to be very aggressive with coupons, like 30, 40%. And that's basically, it's gonna replace what people used to do, which is the rebate method, but now with PPC, right? So you're pushing top placement, exact match, 40% coupon, and most likely if you are within a niche that uh, prices are, uh, I mean, that you're being very price competitive. Like if somebody's selling for $100 and you're undercutting them by $30, $20, trust me, even if you have reviews, you're gonna make people think and stop and look at your review, uh, at your listing, sorry. And if you did a very good job when it comes to listing, copying images, you have pretty much the whole battle won, right? So I think sometimes people, for sure, reviews is very important, but if you then touch the second most important thing for them, which is pricing, you might overcome that initial friction, right? 
So take that into consideration when launching. I would say that be very aggressive with exact match, push top placement and get some initial sales. And then after that, I will start launching phrase product and automatic because after that, I have already created some kind of leak relevancy in the algorithm within Amazon that my keywords, the ones I'm advertising is actually converting and generating sales for my product. And that's going to make it easier for the Amazon algorithm to them on the phrase broad and automatic level to find more relevant keywords, right? And finding random terms at the beginning because I have no history whatsoever. Okay. Awesome. So next question, uh, how to make sure my listing is fully optimized? So, I mean, the, the first thing that you should do to make sure your listing is fully optimized, uh, for example, you can use the listing analyzer tool uh, for human time. Uh, you can just go in there. You can put your listing. It tells you the search, uh, the search volume and the keywords you're covering. The same thing with Sunguru, uh, Data Dive. I mean, all these tools are amazing when it comes to making sure your listing is fully optimized. As a rule of thumb, the number one thing you want to make sure is that you're covering as much search volume as possible. Then you want to make sure that you're covering as many important relevant keywords as an exact match in your title. The same goes with phrases. Uh, then in terms of relevancy, you want to make sure you go from title to bullet points to description, to search terms. And then the other thing that you also want to do is that you make sure that uh, when it comes to positioning keywords on your listing, uh, you put the most amount of keywords that are going to give you the, uh, the biggest opportunity when it comes to ranking, right? So make sure you're adding phrases and keywords that maybe title density, which means that not a lot of people using their title are not uh, have opportunity and then you add in your title because search volume is decent and some people are not taking advantage so that means it's easier for you to get to page one all of that needs to be taken in consideration when doing a full optimization but i would say if you combine all these things i've just said with a tool that can actually target the search volume you're covering and um, where your keywords have been placed in along the listing and if you're actually faking all of them that's the best way to know if you're fully optimizing listing or not okay Good. Next question. What's a good conversion rate on Amazon? So good conversion rate usually is around 10, 12%. That's usually a good, I would say that's average. Not good. A good is around 15. Uh, so if you're definitely on the 10% these things you can improve. So make sure that you're targeting the right keywords, first of all. After that, if you know you're targeting for sure the best keywords, make sure you're listing at some point. As I always say, images, listing, copy, all of that. And then if still uh, the conversion rate doesn't go up, most likely it's an offer or pricing issue. So most likely your pricing is not competitive enough or your offer isn't. So maybe you're offering a pack of four when everybody's offering a pack of six for the same price. So if you take all that in order and still the conversion rate doesn't go up, then most likely it's a product issue. It just people don't find it interesting or relevant for what they're looking for. Um, and maybe it's not appealing, unfortunately, yeah. So I would say that's the case, OK? Uh, good. So next question, do you recommend optimizing PPC with bulk files? Yeah, bulk files can be very good when it comes to optimizing PPC campaigns. I think uh, there's definitely a learning curve at the beginning. You need to understand how to edit the excels, how to plot the bulk files. Uh, I mean, sometimes we will do optimization with bulk files, no problem. But at the same time, uh, for most people, because they don't have a lot of campaigns, you can just do optimization with a targeting tab within Amazon that gives you all the targetings uh, in there 
and basically give you the performance at the search term level. And then for sure, when it comes to automatic campaigns and all of that, you want to go inside each automatic campaigns and do the negation and all of that. But when it comes to the overall search terms, you can already do that with the targeting tab. So no need to use bulk files. Bulk files more if you're managing hundreds of products. Uh, for sure, it's going to be much more efficient to just put the bulk file on a macro and the macro changes all the bits and all the things based on the rules that you do. But for most people, that's not the case. I would say just use the targeting tab uh, and the budget the budget tab is also very powerful to understand which campaigns got a budget, which one don't, adjust budget based on that. Uh, so yeah, I say with the, with the main PPC dashboard, you'll be more than fine. Then if you wanna uh, enhance your optimization to another level, like implementing software and making sure some rules are implemented without you having to look at them, then you can explore a tool such as, for example, Atomic from Helium 10, Perpetual, and things like that. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, let's see. I think this is the last question of the day. Are subject matters important? Yes. Subject matters are important. Uh, in some categories and some countries, you're not going to find them. However, in the US, for example, uh, a lot of products and categories have subject matters. And if you can't find it, uh, and the same goes for Europe. Sometimes the best way to do subject matters either by flat files or using Helium 10. Helium 10 allows you to upload uh, all of that to uh, API integration. Uh, and I think that's the best way when it comes to doing subject matters if you can find it on the traditional edit button of the list. If not, just optimize your subject matters. Usually subject matters, what you want to do is you don't re repeat what you have in search terms. Uh, just make sure in subject matters you actually do like phrases that you didn't call in your listing, phrases with important volume, relevancy. Uh, and then if you really have nothing to put, then I would say yes. At that point, you repeat keywords because you already cover everything. But most likely, there's phrases or misspellings or keywords in Spanish. Or for example, in the US uh, or other countries, like for example, in Canada, keywords in French that you can definitely implement there as well. OK. Awesome, guys. So I think that's everything uh, for today's session. So thank you everybody for joining today i appreciate all of you and everybody sending these questions as well so if you have any feedback at all uh, when it comes to the new hybrid uh, section we just started doing this uh, week which is with the news let me know what you think if you like it I'm gonna make sure that every single week i, I try to put a, as many news as possible from the previous uh, week and then just not talk about news but also new strategies tools uh, i could even start uh, sharing like feedback of uh, software tools as well if I test something from the last week new discoveries things like that so I'm gonna make it fun for you guys don't worry <laughs> awesome um I think that's everything uh, remember guys all the sessions are on Tuesdays 5 p.m GMT time for everybody's joining late uh, on Thursdays as I always say if you have a Spanish friend uh, no habla inglés uh, he can basically discover the sessions on Thursday 5 p.m. in Spanish. And remember that tomorrow we're also going to be dropping an episode. So keep your eyes open there. It usually goes live between 5 and 6 p.m. GMT time as well on Wednesdays. Um, for the Italian community, I haven't forgot you. Something's coming for sure. Uh, yes, that's it. So thank you very much. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to make sure we can keep reaching amazing people like you. Uh, wish you an amazing rest of the week. Take care and remember anything 
we're here for you okay have an amazing one guys take care bye bye thanks for listening to the e-commerce lab by ecomc be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode while you are at it we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you listen that will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it want more visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free or find us on instagram facebook and linkedin at ecomc